Hey people, welcome to Always Wondered About That. Anyone here a good urban legend? The ones that make you think, did that really happen? Everyone loves a good urban legend. We've all heard a few. We call them urban legends, but those tall tales had to come from somewhere. Those stories, while far-fetched, have to have some hint of truth. Have you always wondered about that? I did. Let me tell you about it. When you hear an urban legend, what's the first thing you think of? This can't be real, right? They could be real. Some of these urban legends aren't exactly legends. Some have truth to them. Have you heard the one about the rats in the toilet? Well, hate to think it and say it, but that's true. According to Jake Rosen of Mental Floss, it has happened. It happens all the time in Seattle. Toilet drains are three inches wide, wide enough to fit a rat. A hole the size of your thumb, a rat can fit through. A hole the size of your pinky, a mouse can fit through. Some woman had her tush bit by a rat while sitting on the toilet. The way to solve the problem? Shut the lid and flush. Make sure you check before you sit. What about the fake cop truck? A car flashes their lights behind you, and you pull over thinking it's a cop. But it's not. There was a case of this happening in Bloomingdale, Illinois, and Lafayette, Georgia. According to Jake Rose and a mental floss, the person got away in the car, but the kid on the bike had his pockets emptied. Maybe that's why we get scared when a cop car is behind us. In our subconscious, we think, what if it's not a cop? Have you heard the one about the hook killer? Wikipedia wrote there was a couple sitting alone in a deserted location. When they hear a report over the radio about an escapee with a hook for a hand. Not sure if it was a prison escapee or an institutional escapee. They got worried. She wanted to leave. Of course, he didn't. Now there are several variations of the story. One is the scraping noise on the door and they leave. He drives her home, gets out to open the door for her, and sees the hook hanging from the door handle. See how far back that story dates? Doors don't have handles that hooks can hang off of anymore. That could be why there are so many variations. The story have to change to match the times. Sometimes they get away, or the man leaves and doesn't come back, or comes back and finds her dead, or he's hanging from the tree over the car. I remember reading somewhere, there was never a prison inmate or a psych patient that had a hook for a hand. So rest lightly, people. This is a fake one. What about the vanishing hitchhiker? Heard that one? Everyone has. The way Snoops tells it, a guy picks up a girl on the side of the road. She tells him her address. He drives her there. And when he looks in the back seat to let her out, she's gone. Tell me, why is she in the back seat to begin with? But he goes to the address and finds out the girl died years ago. My father told me a story like this, but it was an ice cream truck and he read it in Reader's Digest. What about the sewer alligators? That one goes all the way back to the early 1920s, according to Wikipedia. People were finding alligators in weird places, and the next best place to say they were coming from was the sewers, right? Well, in 2010, the NYPD found a small alligator in the sewer in Queens. But they say a full-grown alligator would never be able to survive in the winters of New York. Remember that old saying, adapt or perish? If the gators are in the sewers in New York, they just adapted to our winters, or they would have perished, right? 
So this could very well be true. My father always told me there were people encased in the pillars of the Kensico Dam. I imagine that comes from the story of bodies being in the Hoover Dam. According to Alyssa Evans of Stacker, there is no one concreted in the Hoover Dam, but there are six people buried in Montana's Fort Peck Dam. So the story does come with some air of truth. What about that we only use 10% of our brains? Is there any truth to that? We all saw the movie Lucy. We saw how she started using more and more of her brain capacity and what started happening. Well, according to Alyssa Evans of Stacker, she says, Britannica says, we always use 100% of our brains. Seeing all these idiots out here, I would like to believe some only use 10% of their brains. What about the Russian sleep experiment? Did you hear that one? Not many have. I came across it on Pinterest. Creepy story. In the 1940s, according to Creepypasta, five people were put in a chamber with a stay-awake gas. They were told to stay awake for 30 days straight and they would be set free. That was a lie. The chamber had all they needed, minus beds. Day five started the paranoia. Day nine started the screaming and the whispering into the microphones. The screaming and the whispering stopped after the portholes were covered with paper. The captors thought the mics were damaged, so they intended to go in. They warned the people not to attempt to escape. Day 15, the gas was stopped and the doors were open. But the people didn't want to leave the chamber. They wanted the gas back on. They didn't want to go to sleep. The people had torn off their skin, ripped out their organs. They would eventually die or be killed. The story sounds believable, but according to Alyssa Evans of Stacker, there is no evidence to support it. No evidence doesn't mean not true. Just means no evidence. No evidence of a murder, yet you're looking at a dead body. So there is a murder, just no evidence to prove it. I heard psych ward patients were experimented on. Lab science says that wards used to be so overcrowded and patients used to be so out of hand, they would give them lobotomies to control them. Now, I call that unnecessary. You can't control them, so you kill their brains. What about the person in the backseat and the driver behind them flashing the lights to warn them? Truce? I want to say that rings true to me. You accidentally leave your car door unlocked. Someone goes in the backseat and lays and waits. People still check the backseats of their car. Heads up, people. If you see someone back there, what you going to do? I believe it has and does happen, minus the flashing lights behind you to warn you. What about the person in the water supply? Now that really happened to someone. We all know that story. According to Sutton Travis of Best in Life, Alyssa Lamb was killed and put in the water supply system of a hotel. She was there for two weeks. People were brushing their teeth and taking showers with that water, probably even drinking it too. Ew. Still now, no one knows what happened to her. If you watch the YouTube video, it's pretty odd. I'll leave the link. We all know the story of Buckout Road. The story dates back to the 1600s, according to Liam Monroe of Only In Your State. Some of the legends about it being there are three X's under the blacktop to mark where three witches were burnt. And if you drive over one, bad things will happen to you. The story was intended to scare people away, but it backfired. Everyone wanted to visit the weird road. Now the property is gone, taken by fire, and the rest was broken down, according to Miss Monroe. The house was known as the Red House, or the Albino House. As the tale went, if you stopped in front of the house and honked your horn three times, a family of cannibals would come out and chase you down. The house was a mansion in West Harrison, 
Some called it haunted, according to Dina Sortino of Patch. It was set near a small area of road that only allowed one car to pass. There were claims of white deer, cannibalistic albinos, and a slaughterhouse. I have to say, I've heard all these stories about that road. Miss Sortino says the cannibal cult was debunked because albinoism occurs in 1 in 17,000 people. That's how it was debunked. Because it was too uncommon for there to be a cult of albinos. Huh? That's not a debunking. Statistically impossible is not impossible. Because it's not so common doesn't make it impossible. My cousin took us up to that road one day and stopped right outside the gate. The most famous urban legend, Bloody Mary. How it works? According to Deborah Ronka of How Stuff Works, you stand in a dark room with a candle and chant her name. It's a sleepover game that can be dated back to the 70s. She would either show up in the mirror, reach through the mirror, or just haunt you forever. In some cases, the mirror would bleed or the chanter would disappear. I always heard she would suck you through your bed. I was always worried about that at night. I could be sucked through my bed. Who was this Mary they were speaking of? Well, according to Miss Ronka, Mary Worth, a witch that was killed in the Salem witch trials, Mary I of England, she had killed Protestants and was nicknamed Bloody Mary. Or is it Elizabeth Batory? She was nicknamed the Queen of Blood. She murdered hundreds of girls to bathe in their blood. Which one she's named for is unknown, but I'm guessing it's the last one. It's a sleepover game. She was murdering young girls. Lastly, the kidney heist. Sounds like a scare tactic. Don't drink too much. Don't go home with strangers or you'll end up with no kidneys. Well, it's no legend. It has happened. According to Urban Legend Wikipedia, it happened to a 33-year-old construction worker in New Delhi. Men broke into his house, forcibly drugged him, and when he woke up, he was on a stretcher. He had pain in his side, and he was told they removed his kidney. He was threatened not to report it to anyone. That's cute. How is he getting medical attention? What's he going to tell them? It just fell out? Well, now you can see not all urban legends are actually legends. Some of them really did happen. So next time someone tells you an urban legend, you're going to think to yourself, wow, did this really happen? Well, anyway, now you know one thing you always wondered about. Hope you come back for more. Talk to you soon. Bye.